Welcome to 3&D, your source for great NBA talk from our spot here in the T-Dot. My name is Dave Levitt. That's the D. This week's three, with the Pacers uh, seemingly folding up and preparing for a major rebuild, which big man, Sabanis or Turner, do you think the Raptors should go after? With all of the talk about Luka Doncic and his weight and training, is the shaming and overanalyzing justified? And finally, with the sad news that Zion Williamson is out yet again for an extended period of time, before he's even played a minute of ball this season, what is his legacy going to be? Neighbor Brandon is back. The three of us, the two of us are going to sit down and break down the three big topics from around the association. So sit back, relax, and let us do that right now. Morning, morning, sir. What is going on, man? I uh, you know, just uh, woke up a little early today to watch some Formula One. Oh, yeah. You know? So we're recording this uh, for every all the listeners. We record this on Sundays, which means you were probably up going like, "Come on, it's gonna happen." And yeah. Then wh- wh- how did you throw your uh, coffee mug across the room? No, so you know, we I woke up in time just to catch the very end of the race. Okay. Yeah. So, so early. Uh, my for those that don't know, my wife is part Dutch, so she obviously is a fan of Max Verstappen for just countryman reasons. Right. And I don't know. I'm a I'm a Hamilton fan, so you know, Max won, fair play, that's it. And you're uh, you're, you're being so gentlemanly. If uh, if don't check Twitter because it is it is. Oh, it's there. I know there's some controversy, but uh, I'm not. We're not going to get into that. No, no, no. We'll 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 leave that there. Uh, I'm glad that your household is all uh, settled and everybody got a little bit of what they wanted. That's, exactly. that's very nice. Um, Brandon, uh, for those that don't know, Brandon wasn't scheduled for this week, and I'm going to just be up, be upfront about it. You were not scheduled for this week. Like, um, but like a like a microwave score, yeah. like Vinny Johnson back in the day, like um, <laughs> like our man, uh, <laughs> like uh, like coming right straight out of Magic City, ready to drop thirty points. Here we go. They call me instant offense. Let's go. There you go. The, your Lou, <laughs> Lemon Pepper Lou himself, Brandon, yeah. <laughs> neighbor Brandon. Um, listen, man, uh, I really do appreciate this, and let's. Um, you want to jump right into it because we got a lot of good topics this week. Yeah, let's go ahead. I mean, uh, before we, um, one thing we're not even going to fully get into, but it kind of leads into is December 15th is this coming Wednesday. This episode drops on the 14th, and then the next day, all hell could break loose because December 15th, every contract in the NBA becomes eligible to be traded. Mm-hmm. Now, there's all kinds of rumors. There's not the, it looks like the Ben Simmons stuff might be heating up. Apparently, he's okay with going to San Antonio. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so, you know, shout out Greg Popovich and, uh, and those guys. Maybe if anybody can turn around Ben Simmons. I yeah, I was about to say, if there's one guy in the league that can turn Ben Simmons around, it would be Popovich. So, right. So, like, so we got, we, we're good there. We're good there. But, like, the big tasty rumors around here, though, are the Indiana Pacers are looking to blow it up. Yeah. And they got some pieces. Oh, yeah. They got some, and they got some nice pieces. Now, I mean, listen, Karis Levert is, uh, you and I are both big Karis LeVert guys. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big LeVert guy. Big, big Karis LeVert guy. But I don't think he fits with this roster with the way that we, you know, we we got we need a big guy. No. Yeah. Um. So, you know, the two guys that everyone's been talking about, Sabonis and Miles Turner. That's right. That's right. 
which one of those guys? So my question my t- the, that I want to jump into is, which one of those guys is more like a better fit for our roster that's currently constructed? And also, bonus thing, yeah, what do you think we have to give up to get them? So, <clears throat> listen, this is just recency bias talking on my part, but I want Miles Turner. Me too. <laughs> that's so bad. So, look, I love Sabonis. I'm a, I was a big fan of his dad's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Big, strong passing big man, you know what I mean? He was uh his dad was one of the best passers of all time as all a time. Man. No, and 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 for those you know who may not who may be, you know, or only really into it because of the Raptors time. He was he was by the time he uh, the Raptors came on, Arvidas Sabonis was pretty much wrapping up. Yeah, it, it's you just, go back and watch those tapes, man. Like th- this is before international players were all over the NBA. Like he this was a big deal for him to come and he was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go back and watch the tapes, international play, like, uh, you know, when when uh, at the Olympics and things like that, my goodness, could this guy play? Yeah. He was so you're uh, a big fan of, of, of Arvidas. You like oh, yeah. Montes? I do. I like his game. Um, it's just certain type. Like, listen, I don't watch much of Indiana basketball aside from when the Raptors play them, right? I'm just being straight up. <laughs> so they're not yeah. on your league pass. No, like you know, come on, come on, buddy. League pass. I uh, uh come on. Let's uh, let's talk about IPTV here. <laughs> Ain't nobody in Scarborough have league pass, okay? Uh, uh, no. Shout out to league pass, though. Shout out to the NBA if you can afford it. Do it. It's great. Uh, shout out to the NBA league pass if you, if you want to provide it. To, if you want to get it started, and you know, Brandon and I are more than willing to be brand ambassadors. And yeah, for sure, topic. for sure. After we just trashed it, or I just trashed it. No. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're just saying that you know. It hasn't reached full potential here in Scarborough. It's an opportunity. We're just talking about opportunities there, Adam Silver. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, the times that we watch uh, the Pacers play a few times a year, Sabonis does not look – he doesn't look hungry. He doesn't look like he wants he, – he, he waits for the game to come to him. He doesn't go and get it, if you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Great mm-hmm. player. Great passer, great shooter. You know what I mean? But, like, he can do so much more defensively. But he just – it seems like he just doesn't care. Yeah. I think I think if you go and get Sabonis – now, they're talking about putting Sabonis as a five. And I get – okay. I mean, I don't see him – I don't see him defending – see, the thing about fives is you don't need a five. It's a, <laughs> How to put this nicely. But, like, uh, they're kind of like um, snow tires, right? Yeah. The NBA now. They're, they're, they're like – you don't need a five until you need a five, and then you're like, Why "That's a pretty good." Analogy. That's a that's a really good analogy, actually. You know what I mean? Like you're like, "No, no, no, we'll be fine." You know, it's not a big deal. We'll throw a six nine guy, six six nine uh, power forward who doesn't have the best outside shot. We'll throw him at the five spot. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then you run into the blizzard that is Joel Embiid, yeah, or Nikola Jokic, who's an outside shooting five, but he'll take you low if he has to. Mm-hmm. He'll abuse you. He did that the other night against, um, was it Memphis or anyway? I can't remember who did. Well, the Sixers but, held on last night to beat the, the Warriors. The Sixers just held, held on last night, but like they'll abuse you, right? Like Kavon, yeah. Kavon Looney's not nothing. Kavon Looney can play. Um, you know he's not, you know he's not the dynamic scorer, but he's he's a very good defender. And Joel Embiid was just like, nah, thanks, son. I'm taking this one." Yeah. So when you go and you say the, you want to put Demonis Sabonis at the five in Indiana and sort of feature him that way and play five out, okay, cool. 
But that's not what we need because we got a guy who can play the four five. His name is Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of the same things that Demonis Sabonis does. But I, in my estimation, and again, maybe Sabonis is a better passer. You know, those genes are you know, there. But Pascal, I would, I, if I'm talking right this season, I'm taking Pascal over Sabonis all, all season long. And, and Pascal's still rehabbing from an injury. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So that leaves us to the big, you know, trade piece, Miles Turner. And so, I, I don't know why there's so much hate on Turner. I don't know. You know what? I I don't understand it either because, listen, this is just my recency bias talking, but did, did you catch any of the OKC and Raptors game? I did. I did. Which we lost for some reason. I don't understand. Well, <laughs> we, um, we, 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 we can't hold on to the, to the leads. But bottom line, Raptor fans, listen up. Don't get excited that you got a 10-point lead at halftime. Just don't. No, a 10-point lead is nothing these days. Well, <laughs> What what did they say the other day that uh you know not to craft sports too too much but like it's uh, uh the uh, a fifteen point lead is like a two goal lead in hockey. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking that. Right. Thinking you think that. you're up, and then you look at what happened to the Maple Leafs on Saturday night, December the eleventh, when they're like, oh no, we're cruising against the Chicago Blackhawks, and uh oh. Yep. You know, you're up fifteen. You think you can get sloppy? Don't get sloppy. And so ten point leads like that, like they had against Oklahoma. They can they can evaporate. Exactly, yeah. just like especially, that. Especially especially with a, in a, in this time when everyone can hit threes. This isn't like yeah. you're like, oh well, Craig Hodges is in the game. Oh, they're they're coming back to shoot the <laughs> leglers out there. Like you know, everyone can shoot threes. Yeah. So you know what I was getting at that uh, that OKC game. You know what I mean? Yeah. With our defensive liabilities, that mm-hmm. we gave OKC the game here. Here, guys, come into the paint, do what you will, shy. <laughs> Just score whenever you want in the key. It's okay. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And, you know, that's where you have a guy like Miles Turner, uh, just weak side defender, step up. You know what I mean? He can challenge people's shots without even physically being five feet within their radius. You know what I mean? Oh, he's 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 an elite shot blocker. Elite, elite. It's like Gobert, him. Uh, who you want to include in that? Uh, no top three shot blockers in the league. McGee, JaVale McGee, maybe, but he's more of well, a weak side guy. Really, but yeah. he's playing great, by the way. Yeah, he has actually. I, I'm impressed. Um, um, Aiden, you know, gold medal looks good on him. Yeah, yeah. So DeAndre Ayton maybe included in that group, but like yeah, having yeah, a guy like Turner, you know, in your defensive scheme in the paint just changes the opponent's uh, scheme totally. Well, imagine this. Raptor fans and uh, and, and uh, neighbor Brandon. Imagine this. Miles Turner is anchoring that out, which means you don't have to have uh, Siakam go down there and try and match up or no, pre- or even have Precious try and guard guys late in the game, right? That probably frees up Siakam from at least one, maybe two fouls, which means he's not going to be in foul trouble early in the third quarter. He might get into a little more in the, in the fourth. <laughs> yeah. which, means, which just means you can put him, I mean, I'm being sarcastic there with the foul trouble, but if he doesn't have to reach and have to play against that, maybe that saves him a foul or two, which means he can be on the floor a little bit longer, right? Mm-hmm. So the ripple effect of having a guy, and you know, the, the biggest comparison that I can I can give the Raptor fans, uh, at least the casual fans, it'd be like having Serge Ibaka back there, a guy who can you can legitimately count on to play some solid D, play a guy, and play him hard. And yeah, Serge, think, Serge Ibaka, except think, except longer and more that's athletic. That's what I was going to say. Except Turner's actually, I think, a little bit better as a as a one on one defender. Ibaka yeah. was great 
you know, um, coming off the weak side and and and, and getting and you know, being the second guy on the double team to get that block. But Turner can guard the guy straight up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Ibaka would get burned a lot by smaller guards. But uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I uh, and you know my, we talk about Miles Turner like he's been around forever and he kind of has been, but he's twenty five. Yeah, he's still young. He fits this timeline perfectly. But see, okay, here's the thing: yeah. what are what are the Raptors going to have to give up for Miles there Turner? So, I I don't know the numbers fully, but obviously it's going to be a bigger number because Turner's Turner's not making peanuts, right? No. But picture this: Malachi Flynn is is there, and uh, this is where this is where it gets a little creative. But you get you call up Dallas, and you say, "Listen, you really want Dragic, we really want Turner. I know you really want Turner, but we're not giving you both of those guys. We're not going to facilitate this. But here, what, here's what we're thinking." We'll take Turner. You'll get Drogic. Indiana gets Powell, Malachi Flynn, first pick from Dallas, and a first round pick from from Toronto in consecutive years. Not two first rounds this year. So you either get Dallas's first this year yeah. and Toronto's next year, or Toronto's this year or Dallas's next year for Miles Turner. I look I, as much as I would love to see that happen. I there's no way in hell Indiana makes that trade. Well, here's the here's why Indiana makes this trade. You got to clear out salary. Malachi Flynn is not guaranteed. There it is. It's open, wide open. You can you can cut him later. Malachi Flynn is a guard who has shown something, but you know you just need you just need a guy to to play. You know he's he was a first round, um, a late first round pick, but he was a late, you know he's basically the equivalent of what you're going to get from Dallas. Yeah. Right? So you get a chance to have a guy. You get to him. Dwight Powell's contract is wrapping up. You're, you're basically you're clearing out space and you're picking up two first round picks for a guy who in Miles Turner who you've tried to you know you've dangled before now could you get a better offer maybe from the from like I don't know the Lakers maybe but you're probably gonna have to take on more salary right yeah this is a way to clear salary and maybe you give up a fir- uh, uh, maybe we give up a first round pick from from you know let's say we give a 22 first round pick and a 24 second round pick I'd be fine with that to get you Miles Turner, I would be. Fi- I'll be fine. I'm 100. percent Let me let me make it clear. Like I'm not against what you're proposing, but like you just I just think, don't you see just how it's gonna happen. So what do you think? Like, so what do you think Indy would ask for then? A lot more. I would say they want they want a lot more. Like I, oof, I'll tell I don't you right know. now. I'll tell you right now. You're not giving up. You're not giving up OG. No, you're not. The big give three. Up- our our big three. I'm making the air quotation marks here. Yeah. You're not giving up Fred, OG, or Pascal, right? Or, or Barnes, or Barnes. Sorry, yeah. Or are are you giving up Gary Trent Jr.? You know, I I would say anything that's not uh, nailed down is up for grabs. <laughs> like straight up, you know what I mean? Because no, 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 no. I would, I, I hear you. Um, I think, and here's the thing. I, I think the untouchable scale goes Scotty Barnes one. I don't think I don't think don't even don't even look at the top shelf premium stuff because you ain't getting it. Okay. Yeah. You cannot afford. The uh, the double-barreled aged Scotty Barnes, twenty-year-old Scotty Barnes. You can't, you can't, you can't afford it. Don't even no. look. At it. I think Fred and OG are in the next tier, so we'll call that two-three, or the second tier. But the third tier guys, guys who you might be able to talk us into, are Pascal and Gary Trent Jr. I think Pascal can can be got for the right price. I don't think Miles Turner is the right price. But I think I think if, if if someone was like, hey, listen, 
We got lots of young pieces here. We think Pascal's our guy. Yeah, I think that that's there. I'm not, and I'm not saying, and I'm not even saying this going. I'm not even getting conspiracy theories here, but I think if Toronto circled back and was like, "No, we really like Ben Simmons," I think they'd be willing to give Pascal Siakam for Ben Simmons. I don't think Philadelphia does them. But like, that's the kind of player. Like, that's the kind of player you're gonna have to give up. Someone who's got a lot of potential. We know what Miles Turner is. He's a very good player. We like him a lot. He does a very important thing that this team lacks. So you may pay a premium just to get it because you need it. Exactly. But if you hear Pascal Siakam or Gary Trent Jr. for Miles Turner, are you okay with that? So you think Pascal Siakam or Gary Trent Jr.? Yeah. Are you okay, so are you okay with giving up one of those guys to get up look, to get Miles Turner? It, it, look, see, here's where – so we're not – That's that seems to be a long-term, you know, see-how-it-goes move, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's where the Raptors are right now. We're not in a winning year. We're just like, see if we make the playoffs. This is a rebuild year. Like, yeah. do we give up? You know what? I'd say I'll be more comfortable with Pascal, actually. Of course, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, as hard as that is to say, but you can't let you can't look at the at the world through, you know, Pascal colored side sunglasses. You know, so it is what it is. But would you, you know, I'm, I'm, but straight up, not, I'm, I'm Kevin Pritchard. You're uh, Bobby Webster. The call's there. I'm saying you can have Miles Turner. I know how much you love Miles Turner. Well, I, he's, I've got his passport right here. He's ready to go. But I need Pascal Siakam. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> whoa. That is a that is a big big time uh, statement there. I don't know. I don't know that I would do. I don't think I would do it straight up. They I was to... gonna say. I was gonna say we should add. You know, I feel like Indy has to add something. Oh, they do. Indiana definitely has to add something. Yeah. But like, you're getting Pascal Siakam. Yeah. He's, he's certified been... all-star. Like, how many times has Miles Turner been all-star? Once? I, don't, I don't know if he's ever been an all-star. Wasn't he an all-star last, two years ago? No. I don't know. Miles Turner. Sabonis was an all-star. Sabonis was an all-star. Yeah. Miles. Uh, no, it doesn't. I don't think he. I don't think he's been a, an all-star. Now that I mean that's inherently, you know, the, the NBA All Star Game is is so political and then it's you, a popularity contest. It's oh, it's here. a popularity contest, flavor of the month, all kinds of things like that. Miles Turner brings something that isn't flashy, you know, which is solid defense. Um, bring back. Yeah. He's never. He's not a. I mean, because he's not a big time scorer. He no. can score, but he's not a big time scorer. Um, no, and that's why I think they passed out. Can, can you imagine him in the pick and roll with Fred? Oh, my man. Man, could you imagine him in 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 uh, uh, playing high low big man with big man stuff with uh, with Scotty Barnes? Oh wow, yep. You know, like like uh, that high sc- that high screen um, from from Barnes uh, coming up from the from the post, pinning his guy and having just him rolled. Oh man, it's it's exciting. straight into my veins, straight into my veins. Yep, it's exciting. <laughs> it, it is. A, I do hope the Raptors. Like I said, I don't you know. I don't love the idea of uh, of, of giving up uh, a piece like Pascal or Gary Trent, but you may have to to get a Miles Turner if you're really intent on getting Miles Turner. But the biggest thing with with all of that is I'm, you know, I, I think they have to be open to to get in that conversation because your bench and uh, you know, I'll get your thirty second take on on the bench. There's not much beyond those guys. Like after Gary Trent Jr., that the the 
the tradeability factor. I'm not saying these guys aren't good players. No. I mean, they're not consistent players is what I'm saying. That bench is lean. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? I think we're spoiled because we're used to the bench mob. We're used to this. We're used to that. Like, it's not always going to be roses. You know what I mean? So. No, no, no. No, no. Absolutely. But it just proves to you how, how important depth is in the NBA, right? Because exactly. if you take, you know, everyone's like, oh, no, they got good, they got good players in top five. And, you know, basketball's, you know, you can, if you have a big three, you're fine. But that big three, we've seen it all over the NBA. If you don't have a decent bench, it's not going to work. It's just mm-hmm. not. Golden State, uh, who lost last night, but Golden State, who has, you know, arguably been the best team, certainly the most exciting team to watch this year. Um, they couldn't get it done until they until everyone got slotted back into their proper spots under the bench. Now Jordan Poole is going to listen. Jordan Poole has played great, um, but when Clay comes back, whenever that is, Jordan it's going to be, be off the bench. Yeah, it's going to be tough for him to even find you know twenty minutes a game if that. But 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 just but just imagine though you have that on your uh, in your spice cabinet. Yeah, you know and he'd be like the first guy who's like you know. We're all eating oatmeal, and then all of a sudden, this guy's got some some maple syrup. What? Game changer. It's an embarrassment of riches. I would say. You know, I got to tell you, Golden State's Golden State's going to Golden State, right? Like those guys, like incredible. Just you know, hats off to that team. But like, they have Steve Kerr and those guys have figured out. Okay, so now we've got like a bench of Kaminga, who looks really good when he plays. Wiseman, whenever he gets healthy. Um, Toscano Anderson. You've got. Jordan Poole, Damian Lee, uh, Damian Lee. You've got Otto Porter, who looks, you know, like he finally found his his um, his position, which is ten minutes a night. Go go uh, go in and rough some guys up. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It that team that team looks stacked. How stacked they are! Yeah, it's, it's just it's just nuts. Speaking of guys who are stacked, number wise, Luka Doncic is is having. You'll take this numbers, right? You'll take two. You'll take Luka Doncic's numbers. This is. Uh, 25 points, eight all day, assist. all day, all day, every day. But there's another number that's a problem. He's listed at 230, but according to reports, he came into camp at 272. Yeah, and it looks like it's maybe stayed or even gone up a little bit from there. <laughs> I think I think you can comfortably say he's in the 260 range right now. Yeah, he's he's a big man. That is a big man. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? he, look how look look so. I had two, 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 two things, and I want to talk and see if the if the shaming is justified. First of all, there's a really great meme floating around that uh, talks about Luca's numbers, and they're like, he's like, this guy averages 25, eight and eight, and still hosts a late night talk show five nights a week, and it's got to pick. Oh God. Uh, you know, listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not here to promote anything. South Beach keto, uh, Atkins. WW with my with my with my number one lady Oprah like I'm not here to push these things but Luca you got to do something right he's got to do something right it's for him his own sake and his own health and well being and longevity of the career you know what I mean like yeah look okay so for those that know I'm like five foot ten uh I used to be five foot ten but big like Ben yeah yeah five ten but bit yeah but. (laughs) <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to old school Toronto rappers. There it is. Yep. Um, I was 165 for a very long time, just very lean. And then within like three, no, I say like two and a half years, I put on like 
40 pounds. So I'm 200. I've been 200 for like years now, right? Right. That extra weight, you notice it. Yeah. Right? Like this is a little bit more exaggerated because of the height and whatever. But like I notice it on my knees. I notice it in my lower back. I, and I'm not playing NBA basketball. Well, and this is where we're going to, right? This you is know? It. So, and it's not like, look, I'll point out a guy like uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. from mm. the Blue Jays, right? He had a serious problem. You know what I mean? It's like he was tweaking his back. He had knee injuries. And it's like the the Blue Jays staff was like, listen, man, if you don't do something, you're not going to have a very long career. And he's smartened up and he wised up. He lost like 60 pounds or 80 pounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? a, yeah, it was around 60, 60, 65 pounds. Yeah. He looks great. You know, you could tell his, his swing's like a little bit faster. Oh, the, well, the explo- yeah, the explosiveness of uh, of his back yeah. this, this season. You can directly, not to mention he could play every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah, before um, he had to uh, be, he had to be off, every, what was it, like a... Like he had a special schedule for him. Yeah, basically, he he played. I think he was he was eligible to play five out of seven days a week, so he needed two days of rest every day. Which for a professional athlete, you know, sounds indulgent, but it's like literally he he was he, he was there. And the thing is, he was what twenty one at the time. Like he's a young guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luca's the same thing. Luca's a big guy. Luca's uh Luca's twenty two years old. He's six foot seven and two hundred and sixty pounds. That's a lot of weight to carry around in a game that is based so much, especially his game, on being able to, you know, fake left, go right, you know, explode to this point. Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of torque on your back and your knees and your feet. And it and you know, he's out today, he's out with an with a quote unquote ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you've got two hundred and sixty pounds rolling around on, on a joint that's not meant to have it. Again, I'm not here to body shame. Neither are you. I don't think. Like, we're not here to. to no, it's not about looks. It's about functionality. It's, yeah, and I and I and I, you know, he's dropping 25 and, and eight and eight. And I, if I if I'm Dallas and or if I'm even if I'm Luca himself, I'm going, man. If I got down to like two, if I was like six seven two twenty five, two thirty, right? If I was in that twenty two twenty to two twenty, you know, and it was muscle. Yeah, look he'd be how, a lot more. How, well, you know what? He wouldn't be a guy like him. Wouldn't be two some two twenty something with more muscle. He'd just be a lot leaner, right? Yeah, but I'm saying if he if he if he toned up, and again, here we are. Like, welcome to the next show, uh, Pain and Gain with uh, yeah, with great movie, with, by the way, great with B and D. you know, like, but and I'm not again. I'm you know. Lucas, twenty-two years old. When I was twenty-two years old, I I wasn't in the same shape that we're talking about him getting into. But like, I'm talking about like leaning on, especially in the NBA, where guys are like, you have access to the best trainers in the world. Yeah, the best. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. What's that? Take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just thinking, like, imagine what those numbers would be like if he was in better shape. Yeah. And his conditioning, you know, he'd be and a lot less of a liability on defense. Oh, that. yeah. Well, exactly. His lateral quickness would go up absolutely because he'd be a little lighter on his feet. But I'm just thinking of like, holy smokes, Lucas! Right now, uh, what would you say? Top five, top ten player in the league? In the league? Yeah, yeah top five, top five. He's probably a top five player, ta- uh, certainly a top five player talent wise in the league, right? Yeah. His 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 talent is incredible, um, and he's 22. Imagine if this guy was able to get into a little bit better shape. So, 
is the shaming part of this is it justified what do you think again we're, i don't want i want to stress that we're not shaming people no 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 I, when know? i say shaming what i mean is is the is the is the the way people because everyone's talking about it now it's noticed reggie miller yeah. called him out a little bit on the on the yeah uh, i've the heard broadcast. it i've heard it on uh, my morning drive on the fan 590 I've heard. Free, free plug to the fan 590 yeah yeah, no, they paid me for this. They paid us for this, actually. Oh, well, I guess the check went to uh, your address, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, you know, it's it's noticeable now. Everyone's um, everyone's realizing you can't hide it anymore. No, no, you can't. Like his, his, his face looks like super chunky too, right? Well, and this is it. And again, um, so I think I think maybe we'll say shaming is not justified, but the concern is because yeah. he has the potential to be. The best player in the league. I want. I want to see him. You know, twelve more years in the league. Oh yeah, at least so good. At least that puts him what thirty four, five, thirty four, thirty four. Yeah, right. So, which is good because in my opinion, he's he's a generational talent. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, no. I mean, the thing is, he combines, uh, you know. These are huge shoes to fill. Obviously, he's not there, but he combines Jason Kidd's like court-like awareness with yep. with a LeBron-type body. My goodness, my goodness, he's the, the closest. Yeah, he's the closest. Honestly, he's the closest thing we've seen to those to that Jason Kidd, Magic Johnson s point guard, which is you know big guard who can shoot it from outside, who can take you down low, who can throw unbelievable passes. But again. If you're out with these ticky tack injuries with your ankles, this or your knees are sore or a bad back, you don't need to be. You're 22. You don't need to have a bad back. Like, no. You just don't need to. You know, old geezers like you and me, you know, okay, fine. That's par but, for the course. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's a little bit of, and again, like, you know, like injuries and, and are, happen, but like, you know, 22, you should be able to bounce back a lot better. And so that's, I don't know. Yeah. I just, Luka Doncic to me is is a phenomenal player, and I think if if he's in better shape, does that make sure that D- Dallas as a team is better? He probably steals them on one or two more wins, right? Yeah, you know it. It's not like uh, he does this and the team's a hundred percent better. No, but it just helps. Absolutely, it can more. do more. It could do better than it can do worse. If you get what I mean. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. No, look, I got some problems with the way ro- the Dallas roster is constructed. Um, clearly, Porzingis is a poor fit, um, you know, with that team. Mm-hmm. Um, they give away like they keep searching around and searching around and searching around for like backcourt mates for Luca, but it's it's clear you needed to go and give up whatever you had to get up to get Kyle Lowry. You didn't do it. Now you know you're playing a, a, a waiting game on Goran Dragic, but you know. That's not going to do it either. Like you need to go and get like Luca, a true, true player to play with. And yeah. and the thing is, you know, I'm not saying players are all like, "Ooh, look, he's he's two seventy, whatever, whatever it is." That's not it. But they are looking. I'm going. Well, like, I'm not, how am I going to go and play with a guy who's going to be injured? I need a guy who's playing with me. You know, like I'm sure Paul George right now is, you know, happy to be in LA because he's a, you know, he's you know he's getting his money. But I'm sure he's like, "What the hell? I thought I was playing with Kawhi Leonard. Now I got to be." The only guy, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the last one because the it's kind of related, it's kind of not. It was announced this week. It was announced last week that Zion Williamson 
was going to come back and resume uh, full basketball activities, including playing four on four in practice. Not a week later, the Pelicans announced that, uh-oh, there's a problem. Mr. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Williamson, his foot is regressing in its healing. Not that it's not healing or it's taking too long. It's regressing in its healing, which means it's, it's he's, he's at the risk of re-injuring it again. Yeah, he's, he said he's experiencing more pain. Right. Yeah. You know who, you know whose fault this is. Why, you know why we're even talking about this? What? Oh, oh not, let... David Griffin. Wow. It's his okay. fault. He's blaming the Griff. I wasn't going there, but okay, tell me, make your case, counselor. Look, make your case. Just say there's no timetable. Just say um, we're taking things as it comes. Just say anything other than what he actually said. Yo, uh, Zion's coming back next week. He's cleared for basketball activities. Literally <laughs> the same day, six hours later, oh, he's experiencing pain in his foot. No more of that. Like, you're doing this to yourself. You're the reason why the entire league is on Zion's ass about, and do I feel bad for Zion? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he obviously does have a problem with his weight as well. Yep. That's you know? why it's related because I think, I think you exactly. cannot say that a guy who's got Knee injury, knee surgeries, and foot surgeries before he's twenty-two years old. Look, look, Dave. Look, look. Okay, so when I saw this kid play in his high school, right? Yep. The high school mixtapes that everybody saw on the internet. So I'm jumping out the gym, grabbing insane rebounds, all this shit. I'm like, that kid is built like a, like a fucking linebacker. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope to God. I remember saying this to my coworker who's also a big basketball fan, I remember saying, I hope to God this guy gets the proper care when he gets into the league because that body will not hold up to NBA basketball. Nope. I said it, I said it, what? This is 2016 I said this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, you can't, this, his athleticism is, he's a, also a generational athletic talent. Oh, Phenomenal, phenomenal, um, raw athleticism. He could play any sport he wanted to. Yeah, I believe, like you know, if the pay, if Bill Belichick came to him and said, "Hey, Zion, uh, you want to play some football here?" Zion will be like, "Okay." Oh yeah. In case the NBA fails for whatever reason, knock on yeah. wood. Hope it uh, doesn't. And if he's got, and and he's shown he's got some decent hands, so you know, oh, yeah. welcome, welcome to the tight end, you and Mac Jones all day. Yeah. Could you imagine so, Zion Williamson going across the middle uh, in, in, uh, if you're a safety and having to tackle that? Yeah. You know what, though? Like, in, in the NFL, like, Zion's just like a guy. He's like a regular guy. You know what I mean? Well, no, he's still, <laughs> he's still six, seven. Well, at that yeah, no, weight, maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got you. But, I got you. Um, you know, you have – in the NFL, you have guys like uh, – what's that athletic freak on this uh, – DK Metcalf. Oh, my goodness. That guy – Yo, that guy's like, I'm. I'm like, when I grow up, I want to be like DK Metcalf. Yeah, you know? he legitimately, and I'm. This is not a joke. He legitimately uh, tried out for the U.S. Olympic um, sprinting team. Yeah. So these are he. He went up as an. Remember, he's trained. He trains as an NFL receiver. So he's got a little more weight up top. He's a little more. You know, different. It's a completely different training regimen than. than oh, of course, of course. He finished sixth or seventh in the U.S. time trials. Yeah, that's insane. After playing an NFL season, he said, you know what, I'm going to go do this. And they were like, oh, okay. And he qualified and 
to, you know, did the whatever low qualifying event and then got into the time trials and then finished seventh. Yeah. Good it, Lord. That's it, crazy. These are the top 0.001% of human beings on the planet. Yep. And he was it's like, insane. he's like, uh, but thing, like, like that'd be like Usain Bolt being like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run this thing, but then uh, in the, in my downtime, but you know, I'm going to go play professional uh, soccer. Yeah. And then uh, just ramp it up when I need to. Like that's insanity, uh, for, you know, for anyone who who doesn't fully understand. Like that's 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 pretty impressive stuff. Like way back in the day, there was they took a sprinter from USC named Willie Galt and put him on the Raiders, and Willie Galt could run. And the only thing they didn't forgot to teach him was how to you know hold on to the ball. He had more drop balls than. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, anyway, there's an analogy that can go there with drop draw balls, but we'll just we'll just keep moving on. This is a family yeah. show, Brandon. Keep it clean. My bad. <laughs> My bad. We'll keep it clean. We'll keep it clean for this one. For this one. Um, look, in all seriousness, <clears throat> Zion Williamson, I, I I think he's 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 bordering now on Greg Oden territory, which is a a, a phenomenal talent who's look, undone I, by injuries. I did not want to make that comparison. I did not want to ever hear those two names in the same sentence. And yet, but here we are. That's where we are at. And you're right. right. Part of it is a marketing thing. Like part of it is that you know if they don't say anything, that doesn't matter. But at the same time, people are noticing. Like New Orleans, the Pelicans suck. They're not a good team. Now mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he's he would instantly make them a 500 team. Uh, you need to get some good players around him. And I think Brandon Ingram is taking a step back. I think JB is. In the absence of Zion, it's like okay, it's my time. Yeah, you know, go full. You know, he that guy's doing is like we think there's a problem with the ball doesn't move on certain players. Well, you know, those hands are now you know made out of um, this rubber cement. Like that ball ain't moving out of it. Once JV gets the ball, th- that's his ball. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Valanciunas. Go get your numbers. Go get your because he's playing. He wants a contract again, right? He he, he knows that he has it. You know, he's a uh, Big men are one of the underpaid or least paid guys in the league, and so he's trying to get his numbers up. But Zion Williamson, the legacy of Zion Williamson long term, I think it's going to be one of lost potential. I really do. I don't think the like knee surgeries, foot surgeries, rehabs, lost seasons. Uh, I really hope it's management. not. I, I really it's hope be, it's not. What's that? I really hope it's not. Me too, because I like the kid. I like the kid, and I like watching him play. But you know, it would suck so bad, man. Like shit. There's been a lot of guys. I mean, the thing is, Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, um, way back in the day, Sam Bowie. Uh, Sam Nick, Bowie. But, that's that's not a name I was expecting to hear today. Right, but these are all guys who had unbelievable potential coming into the league, and then through injuries and you know things, it just derailed, and they couldn't get back on. And none of those guys. And again, I don't want to, you know, I'm not here to 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 shit on anyone in terms of their weight, but none of them had the same weight, ongoing issues with weight and training that Zion and Luca, like we mentioned before, have had. Mm-hmm. Right, your natural ability, and this is you know we talk to kids all the time. I mean. In my in my real job as a as an educator, we talk to kids all the time about the idea of potential and the idea of being able to work hard. Right? Yeah. Your your natural ability will take you so far, but after that, you have to have uh, the ability work to, to work ethic and work hard. 
You know what? He, There's you know the saying. Hard, yeah, you know the saying. Uh, hard work beats talent every day of the week. Yeah, it does. So, it you does. know, it's, it's something that. But like, if you look at it from another perspective, like these guys, they go and they're they're set, you know, for generational wealth if they manage it properly. Yeah. Um, team shit. You know what are they gonna do? One guy. Yeah. What's what's your incentive to, you know, go hard at practice every day to eat like a like a bird for you know eight months of the year? Like what what's your what's the incentive to you? Right, and it's got to be in it's got to be intrinsic, right? It That's what it has to be. It has to be inside of you. That's the only place you come from. Like if you talk about certain athletes, and again, we've talked a lot about different sports, so I'll add another athlete from another sport. You talk about a guy named Sidney Crosby, right? Sidney Crosby is a very talented hockey player. Yeah. Not the biggest guy. Not the strongest guy. Got He got his cups early. He was ready to go. He had a devastating back injury. I don't know if you remember this a couple of years. Like, this a while back. Maybe a little while back now. But he, he was blindside, checked from behind. His back just effed up, right? Just totally fucked. Yeah. So Sidney Crosby goes and he sits there and he's like, you know, I, I if I don't put the time in, I'm still a top 25 player in the league all, all time. Like, I got points. I got cups. I'm the youngest captain to ever win a Stanley Cup at age 21. And I won back-to-back. I went 21 and 22. I won back-to-back cups. But I got this back injury and it, you know, it hurt him and it took him a while and he was concussed as well. Like, he had all these, like, run of injuries in the middle of his career. And yeah, he, said, he you know what? I thought the I thought the concussions were going to do him. That's right. Like we all thought, like okay, maybe that's it. But Sidney Crosby was like, you know what? I'm under. Like he's still relative to you know. It's a, you know, you and I will take you know a quarter, uh, an eighth of what these guys make. But yeah, he signed a contract, a very long contract that pays him eight point five million dollars or eight point seven million dollars, I think, when it escalated at its top end. Yeah, for Sidney freaking Crosby, guy who's in the top you know, top five, top 10 in scoring in the NHL every year. But what happens is he, his, his motor kicked in and was like, no, I'm not going out like this. I need to be seen as the, one of the best of all time. I need to see this. And it doesn't matter. And he was driven and driven and driven. And then when they won their cup a couple of years ago, when Pittsburgh won the cup a couple, a couple of years back with uh, basically the geezer roster, mm-hmm. he said, it. he said, that's what I needed to come back for. I don't care about the yep. checks. You know, I make enough money. I've made enough money in my career, blah, 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 blah. This is about cementing my place. And if you don't have yeah. that fire in you, if you then don't it's have not, that, it, It's just not there, yeah. We see it. We see it with guys, you know what I mean? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, listen. You can think, think off the rip, like, just in sports in general, who has that fire and who doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you know who doesn't have that fire? The Maple Leafs. <laughs> but that's right. not a, that we're not going to get into that right now. No, no, we'll do that on another on a, on another episode when uh, yeah. you know. But I do want to, you know what? I'll say one last thing. One other guy who you know bring it local and bring it bring it to guys. A guy like Kyle Lowry is a perfect example. Kyle Lowry is six foot nothing. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. Look, look, look. Compare Kyle Lowry. Weight. He battled his weight. Yeah, yep. And knew he, he said he said I gotta do better. Commit to himself, and he did. And then now he's a six time All Star. An NBA champion and the growth. Yeah. Just saying. The growth for sure. D- just saying. You were gonna say something about story. But just look, do you remember um the game in Philadelphia where uh, Kyle and Ben Simmons were having a little altercation? They wanted to have some words in the tunnel. Yes, I do, yeah. 
Kyle Lowry would have beat Ben Simmons' ass. Yes, he would have. In that tunnel. Yes, he would have. And you got to have that. Ben, ben Simmons that is the type of guy. You know, exactly. Ben Simmons is the type of guy, you know, to take one punch to the, to the mouth and then, you know, once the eyes start watering, all the plans go out the window, and then that's it. You're done. You know how, He doesn't have that fire in him. No. No, he doesn't. And that's a problem because, again, you've got guys like – and, again, are we saying that about Zion Williamson? I don't know. I don't know. I, we haven't seen enough. That's what I mean. And and But, you know, you got to look at guys like who are just going to fight, 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 fight to get back. And, again, this is not about anything other than being, you know – are you going to commit yourself to this? Because here's yeah. the thing. You can you and I we're fine, we're not professional athletes, whatever. You wanna go and take a day off the gym? You and I, we know what we know how it affects us. Yeah. We know the the knees are a little sore, the back's a little sore, whatever, right? You eat like shit for a week, you're gonna feel it, right? You're just gonna feel it. But you I'm and I tired. are also not in the million-dollar like prime athlete. Yeah. You're going to rent your body. Listen, professional sports, the league, the team does not draft you to be awesome. And they, yes, they love you as a player person, blah, blah, blah. But what they're really doing, they're paying you the millions of dollars for is not for their personality, although part of it is there as well. They want that. They're renting your body. So you know what? You got you to gotta, you gotta treat it like they're paying millions of dollars so they can basically lease you as your body to play the sport. Yeah, yeah. Invest in yourself, man. Exactly. Because Zion, I, I listen. So, someone, some NBA executive, when Zion Williamson finally is a free agent of some kind, someone's going to make an offer because he's Zion Williamson, the potential. Because we're all in love with potential. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, guarantee you, right now. I don't care um, what the term is. I don't care what team it is. That that he is not going to live up to his, his next contract. Just not. Okay. Okay. He can't. Not if he doesn't take. Not. Sorry. There's. There's. There's a little asterisk. A little caveat with that, and that is very simple. It's one thing. What's that? If he can turn. If he continues to have this level of training and and commitment, Uh hold him out for the whole year. I don't care. This season's lost for you anyway. You're not going anywhere anyway. New Orleans might as well try and get him a, a running mate. But right now, Zion Williamson. Right now needs to spend the rest of this season from now until next September doing nothing but some serious Billy Blanks Tybo. Get himself on a, a, prefer, a personal chef. Yeah. Whatever you need and get your ass in, in the best shape of your life. Like the best shape of your life. You know what? Like if I always say to myself, if I won the lottery, if I won Lotto Max this Friday, what, I, what would I do? I would hire a personal trainer Yep. A chef. Yep. And, you know, just work out and chill all day and eat well. Like, yo, a lot of people cannot eat well because eating well is expensive. Yes, it is. I'll straight up tell you that because, look, you ever see a Whole Foods near near the hood? Nope. <laughs> I'll, I'll be look, where's the nearest Whole Foods, Dave? Yeah, to no, us. No. I don't even know where there's a Whole Foods here. Uh, I'll tell you, there's one, there's not, so uh, Brandon and I live in the north, uh, east part of Toronto, uh, north, northeast Scarborough. There is a Whole Foods, it's up in the, like, suburbs, north, just north of us in Markham, Ontario, there is one. Uh, Mark- and I only know this because I've driven past it on my way. To oh, um, up on 16th there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yo, like, who's, who's taking three buses to get there? 
from first, here, honestly. Well, exactly, honestly, like the average exactly person, it. you know. No, that's exactly it. So Listen, for these that, guys, that's a huge. That's a huge issue yeah. and, and a huge societal issue that the access access to proper nutrition and proper food. Exactly, is a, exactly. Is a major problem. Well, we got you know four WalMarts within three kilometers. But oh, you bet you, you bet your ass we do. You know, so for these guys to not take advantage of what's at their disposal in the NBA, there's nutritionists, there's you know, uh, people that will hold you accountable. You have the listen, best chefs in the if world. Z- if Zion Williamson said, "Hey, listen, New Orleans Pelicans, here's what I need: I need a personal chef. Um, I will pay half. You guys pay half. A nutritionist, which you have access to, but I also need someone to just stand, but just follow me around. Um, we'll pay them one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. And anytime I look at a candy bar, it just smacks my hand. <laughs> uh... They would." New Orleans, you would see that up on NBAjobs.com like this. Find it on, on find that job on Indeed. We need a, well, a professional candy slapper. You know what? And by the way, uh, if that job does exist, Brandon is more than willing to take that job on. You know what? No, you know who my wife would be really good at that. <laughs> Shout out to Jane's herself. Yeah. She'd be like, uh, yeah. are you? Fucking stupid! <laughs> Put that Mars bar down. Uh, uh, that would be amazing. Uh, and also, you could stream that shit on YouTube and have the next open gym right there. You know what I'm? Oh my say god, yo, thing? we just solved their problem. We just did. Hire your wife. Yeah. Listen, I do want to before we wrap up quickly. Uh, a couple things. First, I do want to uh, to your point about no Whole Foods. Let's even jump down a notch. Did you know that in the city of Toronto, I'm going to call out, I'm going to call it a, a major Canadian institution here, Loblaws. Yeah. There is not okay. a single Loblaws east of Victoria Park between Victoria Park and Pickering. The next Loblaws is in Pickering, Ontario. So all of Scarborough, Wait, no. what are you talking the entire about? whole of Scarborough from Victoria Park. No, man. Yo, there's one at uh, Scarborough Town Center. That is not a Loblaws, sir. Superstore, isn't it? It's a superstore, but I'm talking about Loblaws, which is like the like, oh. like super. I'm talking about a Loblaws, which has like some ready-to-go meals and stuff like that. They just don't do it. Yeah. It's no frills. It is uh, food basics. And then we have a, a soup, one real Canadian superstore at the 401. God but, damn. But not one of those like Loblaws branded ones. Why is that? <laughs> you tell me, man. They just don't love the Scarborough. They don't respect. This is bullshit. But I'm, all I'm saying is like, you know. We got, we got. A bunch of WalMarts. We got, you know what though? We do have quite a bit of like, you know, Asian supermarkets and we stuff. Do. And, like... We do. Shout out Scallion Pancakes. <laughs> uh, uh, dim sum to go. Yeah. Yep. Foodie do, Mart. Um... I'll let your boy. <laughs> I love your press sushi section. There you go. There you go. Um, nothing like a, if you're in the Scarborough, Great Scarborough area, you want to hit up uh, the Warden and uh, Shepherd uh, Food Depot. Uh, oh nothing yeah, beats, nothing beats. You can get uh, a bag of a bag of chicken wings, uh, ready to go, ready to cook chicken wings. You can buy. You know, I think it's like like eight bucks. Literally, yeah. it may have a feather or two on it, but whatever, you're fine. The, the only thing you got to put up with is a few uh, questionable smells. <laughs> Listen, that's pretty much the Scarborough motto. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the course. That's part of the course. Eh? Welcome to Scarborough, um, one of the greatest places to to live and to, grow up. Pardon the few couple of smells. There's kind of smell that smells smelly. 
the, the little the little smells. Listen, yeah. the second thing I want to do, and, and this is our ongoing segment whenever Brandon is here, is um, Brandon, where are you not traveling to in the NBA this year? Because we've already rolled out, you ain't going to Houston, and we ain't, and you ain't going to Orlando. Orlando, so, Brandon, no. Where else do you? Oh, in Utah, of course. But where where are you not traveling to, Brandon? I am not going to uh, New York. Whoa. Shots fired to New York. Now, we love New York City as a whole. Yeah. I've been to New York many, many times. Beautiful city. Very nice people. Some of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, shout shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to Flatbush. Stayed there. It was very nice. Um, But you're not... uh, but why are you not going to New York? Bing bong. <laughs> the shit in the bed. They, they I, I don't know if you know I don't know if you know about the that meme, eh? The big bong meme. I do. Yeah. I do. Have you have you watched the Side Talk NYC? Shout no. out to Side Talk. No. I will show I will send you some after. Thank you. Hilarious. Thank you. New, listen, New York, New York, the Knicks, my beloved, you know, team, the uh the New York Knicks. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. And Tibbs, I think, doesn't know what's going on with him either. Because no. he looks he looks more pissed off than ever before. Yeah. Shout out to uh Svi. Svi for blocking the shit out of Mitchell Robinson the other day. Oh my goodness. If I were Mitchell Robinson, I, I literally I, I, I'm just putting pulling pull the hood up over your head. And just go home. Go home because that walk that, walk no, back to the tunnel. No, you you, you done. You you done, son. Svi has uh, can get up. First of all, congratulations to Svima Highly for getting up on uh, in the air like that. My goodness! Yeah. But let's be honest. Let's be honest, man. Come on. That Mitchell Robinson should have just dunked it on his ass, and he couldn't do it. No. So Brandon will now uh, not be going to New York. Um, you know what? And not that he was ever going to, but I'm sure it's all. It has to do with you know all, all about Long Island, right? Like you. Let's be honest. New York City, we all love that we all love is, is Manhattan. We're all kind of getting into Brooklyn now because it's kind of cool. It's got some, you know, you can kind of connect to some of the older parts of New York, which is great. Uh, Queens, you're like, man, okay, but only if Eddie Murphy's there um, <laughs> looking for his wife. Uh, you know, the Bronx, no thanks. And again, unless it's the Yankees and you're, you know, but who, you know, you know I'm going to say that, fuck the Yankees. Um, yeah. But like, uh, you know, if, that being said, Yankees, if you want to throw us two tickets, Brandon and I will I can't, I can't, go to home, the home opener. I cannot go to a baseball game at Yankee Stadium. I want to fight everybody. <laughs> I get my ass beat 10 ways from Sunday. You, <laughs> you know, like. So if anyone's picturing this, um, if you want an analogy of what that might look like, uh, go to the, the, the Game of Thrones episode where Jon Snow is standing in front of the army of the undead. And that's Jon Snow as Brandon. And the army yeah. of the undead are all wearing Yankee caps. That's it. Yankee Yankee caps and Timberlands. That's it. <laughs> Brandon, so Brandon's going to fight the entire New York Yankee fan base. But really, mm-hmm. let's be honest. The place you would not ever want to catch yourself being in. Because there's just no reason. is Long Island. Yeah, Long Island or even Coney Island. Coney Island is just a shitty, depressing place. Yeah, like I'm saying, you're gonna go. You're not going to Long Island. You're not gonna be like, hey, you know what? Let's go see an Islanders game. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know how what? does listen? I, how does the how does New York State have two hockey teams, and Ontario has one? Well, New York State's got New York State's got three with Buffalo, right? Sorry, sorry. The 
greater New York yeah, the, area. Yeah, the, the, how, how does the New York, the greater New York area for the longest time, because New Jersey plays a little for it, but for a while they are in East Rutherford, which is like basically, yeah. you know, across the river. They have three hockey teams within like 30 minutes of each other. And, and Toronto's well, got look, one. If you, if you think about it, at one point the Tri-State area had like, what, four teams? Yeah, it's nuts. They had the Hartford Whalers. That's right. Yes. They had uh, the Devils, the Rangers, and then the Islanders. And uh, shout out, by the way, shout out to the Hartford Whalers logo as the uh, as one of the top five logos of all time. Oh yeah, the jerseys are elite. Yeah, they're they're yeah exactly. That's exactly the way to put it. But no, Wait, you're right. But, yeah. But let's let's just let's just finish off our, our love of Long Island and why we're not going there. Long Island, you know, is it a pizza shop? Is it a hairstyle? Is it a hairstyle place? Pick one, okay? You can't have both. It's disgusting. You you get the, all the women that look like the Long Island medium <laughs> with the with the long ass nails and shit. And like, you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm either gonna become like a weather girl or like an yeah. actress, okay? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of New York, though, um... my sister Carla has a has a hair salon, <laughs> and she what she's gonna do? She's gonna do your nails. <laughs> that was a pretty good. That's a pretty good impression. There you go. Well, listen. Speaking of New York, yes, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll end it on this. Um, we'll, we'll wrap on this one because you know uh, my cousin Vinny is starting to channel up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to watch that after. But listen, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm doing um, this Thursday on the 16th, no. right? Fire away. Spider-Man: No Way Home. There it is. I got my tickets. We know we're sitting in VIP. Ooh. Three o'clock on Thursday because it's the only ones I could get. Everything else <laughs> sold out. Wow. But I'm a huge Marvel Marvel fan. I know you are. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I'll keep any spoilers to myself. But that's that's the plan this week, man. Yeah, that's see, that's the New York I will go to. I will, go, Brandon and I will happily go to Marvel New York. Yeah, you might you might have a small chance of getting a building drop in your head, but yeah, but whatever, it's fine. Well, if Iron Man and Spider Man and all those guys are there, I'm I'm cool with it. I it comes, yeah. you know, it's the it's the risk reward thing. Exactly. Kind of like if you're gonna go eat at this at, at Carla's salon slash pizza shop slash Eros. <laughs> you're Italian. What the fuck are you doing making Greek sandwiches? Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, Long Island. You pissed me off. All right. Well, Brandon's gonna go work on his Buick Skylark and uh we're all good. Yeah. All righty. Let's do it. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh always great to have Brandon on the show and always great for uh for you to come on like i said last second and come off the bench like this so oh really, for really sure for sure hey instant offense whether it's there it scoring is. There it is. Being instantly offensive you know who knows <laughs> one of the two it's one of the two we'll you're gonna it. get it all right man peace all right brother take it easy well that's the show for this week Big thanks to neighbor Brandon for hopping on and talking about all those great topics. As always, if you like the show, please like it, share it, subscribe it, wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify is a great spot for that. We'll be back next week with a very special guest. I won't say who. Very special guest for our pre-Christmas show and our last show of 2021. We'll talk to you then.